Blog Talk Radio. To the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Sunday, November 12th, 2023, and I am coming to you live, as I always do. The normal time for this show on Blog Talk Radio is Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. But the way things happened to unfold on my Saturday yesterday, I just made the decision at some point to go ahead and do this show on Sunday instead. And you will learn all about this show at FrontierBeyondFear.com. And I welcome those of you listening live who may not have discovered this show before. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for once again featuring this show while live on the homepage of Blog Talk Radio. And I also welcome those of you across time who are listening to the podcast, either here on Blog Talk Radio or on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various syndicates. So welcome. Thank you for being here today. This morning... As I was walking, I was contemplating something that a friend had said to me, oh, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. I might have even mentioned it on the show at the time. I can't recall. And I paraphrase a bit because I don't quite remember the ordering of how this was said. But it was essentially either everything is random or nothing is random. Choose. By choose, it is saying, choose what you choose to believe in. For those of us who have seen evidence of the spiritual world far beyond the material, this notion of living in a Space, feeling like random things are happening in our lives that we don't understand. And we may not understand things that happen in our lives, but they are not random. That is the materialistic worldview. And yes, it has its notions of non-randomness as well. But we're talking here about spirituality. That is a worldview, the materialistic worldview that has been so firmly entrenched in our heads by being told over and over again, even when we know there is more than just the material world, still 
we are influenced by its dysfunctional and mythological, truthfully, notions. And as I walked, I was thinking about the past week. It was a very unusual week. Um, earlier in the week, and this is still true, um, to, but it's shifted a bit, um, some remarkable opportunities. In fact, maybe um, some of this started, I don't know, maybe about a week ago. And um, there, there are some opportunities coming up. And in one um, situation, I was encouraged, that this was actually later in the week, to write a biographical statement to see if we could get funding for something um, that I was supporting. Um, and that exercise, which it turned out to be, though it may have another purpose, was really valuable because it reminded me, even though this wasn't like a life story kind of a statement, this was a professional statement, though it also reflected my spiritual path because I was speaking to someone who was spiritual, but mostly it was um you know, professional, volunteer, things that I've done. And there were a lot of things that I needed to be reminded of through this exercise because I do feel led to continue to share my talents. And I want to encourage those of you, you all have a talent, to bring it into the world in whatever way you feel led. And that was in alignment with this exercise. Well, after putting all this time, I mean, more time than I expected, but it was because of the depth of the exercise. Because, um, you know, maybe as we've talked about on this show, um, a lot of you feel like you're kind of at a crossroads right now. Um, the economy, um, I know you're in different parts of the world, and, you know, in some parts of the world, it can be very severe right now. You may be um, experiencing something that is um, is tremendously difficult to understand. And those of us, no matter where we are in the world, are seeing some very dark things occurring in the world right now. But in terms of the economic situation, we know, those of us who are clearly living it, that things are very um, different now in the U.S. And many people, because I talk to a number of people and I know, um, are experiencing challenges in this current economy. And it's particularly dismissive when there are those out there because they're trying to build a certain narrative, do not acknowledge your experience. Nothing is more important for all of us, no matter what your persuasion, than to acknowledge the experiences that people are actually having instead of saying to people, no, you're not really having that experience. That can That is um, a very, very... Um, cold-hearted and um, even selfish thing to do, very, very, um, or maybe just ignorant, because it's right now a lot of you are feeling like you're at a crossroads. I know this, and wondering, okay, what is it I'm to do? I know people who um, are 
experiencing housing instability. That's very common. And many of us are thinking about, okay, you know, where where are we supposed to be? If you're a renter, your rents in the U.S. are just skyrocketing in ways that are, are incredible. If you own a home or if you're trying to buy a home, you know, the mortgage rates are very high. And then, of course, we have inflation, which continues to rise, even if the the level that it's rising at has changed and how they include, that's the other thing. They play so many games with what items they include in, in inflation. And some of those items are things you need every day that aren't included. Um, and so anyone who goes to the store, I mean, you may be able to see that the rate of increase has slowed because, and in some cases you probably see, like we you can't have to be blind not to see it unless you just, you know, those people who just throw things on a credit card and, oh, the bill's higher, you know, whatever, they're not going to notice it as much. But those who pay attention, heck, um, you know, I know certainly at different times we all, some of us all pay attention no matter what our phase of life is economically as to what an item is costing. And some have gone up two times at least. Um, and not just like 5% or something. That's just not happening. So I acknowledge you, those of you listening, who are experiencing challenges in this environment. You are not alone. Know that. And when we are having challenges, and my particular story of the past week was like um, just something was going just spectacularly well. It was heading in this really amazing direction. And I would describe it as, you know, the flow and you really feel in sync and there were synchronicities and those are not random at all, meaningful coincidences. And things were supporting this path. And I described it as literally running with the ball in a certain um, situation, you know, as if running for a touchdown. Um, those of you who've listened to this show know that I went to the University of Colorado, and also I've been a football fan. It's a diversion for me, and I grew up in a, a football household where there were very um, very serious football fans and sports fans, and so it's just a hobby that stayed with me all of my life. And um, one of the things that happened yesterday is that the Colorado Buffaloes, which had captured the attention of the country, if you're overseas, you may not be seeing this as much, um, lost again. And yet you still feel um, the potential that is there. But in my own case, things that seem to be going in a certain direction, and I can count this as happening multiple times in my life, really strongly and it had nothing to do with losing focus hey i was i was heading for this direction you know all in with this particular path it didn't happen it did not happen as expected and as it turned out this biographical statement i wrote i had no one to give it to because it didn't even get that far because where this funding may have come from that source wasn't even available not even to the point of looking at a biographical statement. And then to top it off, other weird things started happening. You know, um, I became more concerned about a health situation of a loved one. Um, I, you know, heard some things about that. 
and there were, you know, some odd things happening um, uh, in my environment that were somewhat unstable where I live, and I was talking to a neighbor about that, like, you know, what's going on? And there were just all these things that seemed on the surface to kind of scuttle what was this powerful energy moving forward that and and I then compared it to other times in my life when the same thing has happened. And this is going to be another show which encourages you if you feel like, you know, maybe you buy in completely to how many describe the law of attraction in very stark and simplistic terms. And um, I do not believe in any non-love-based laws. Um, the omnipresent divine is pure love. And you are not living in a vacuum. So you're not always going to get what you want. Because if every single person gets what they're focused on, it denies that you're not living here all by yourself. I mean, what about what other people want? This isn't a competition of wills because that's what it would become. This is something deeper. That does not mean that there isn't something to um, this notion of co-creation, some would say. I prefer that word in the presence of, you know, we are inseparable um, from the omnipresent divine, but it's a little bit tricky here because there is a higher aspect and then there's that part that's within us. There's not just the part in you, there's the part outside of you. Although, of course, you're connected to that part. And then those of you um, who believe in the power of prayer. I have personally witnessed things that have happened where an outcome has dramatically changed. Healing has taken place, defying the material. Um, yes, incredible synchronicities, incredible opportunities. I had an experience, I've had more than one experience of a dream place to live in different contexts appearing in many ways where I'm living now, which is much simpler than what I would have described as my dream home, which I was fortunate to live in for quite some time, um, this place has its special aspects. And so when observing on Friday that, you know, gosh, there's some weird things going on. We don't know. Will it stay stable? Who knows? And eventually I had to let my dream home go. No matter, I totally believed I would be able to keep this place. And yet I needed to let it go because other things needed to happen in my life. I needed to be in exactly the right place at the right time for other things to happen. And because of that, I had to experience some challenges. There was a greater plan. Yes, I was making choices, but there were things I couldn't possibly know. There are soul agreements within this plan and I do believe there is something even higher and so often we want to assign a scapegoat for the dark things that occur but in the space of the omnipresent loving divine those dark things are simply absence of the light it's very hard to understand you can never be totally away from the omnipresent divine nothing can be and it also has to do with free choice on this planet and some very dysfunctional patterns 
that have propagated themselves some of some of them through centuries patterns of vengeance and and just um very things that seem to have hindered our growth in a spiritual direction um in a love-based direction but fear is a powerful thing so when i was walking this morning the realization that came to me when i reflected on how there are still some things that are very promising. In fact, I may, um, depending on how this unfolds, because trust comes into this, I trust in how things are going to unfold. There is a bigger picture that I can't fully see. And if I truly am meant, for example, to start speaking again, because a speaking opportunity has come up, that's going to become clear, more clear this week and in the um, the time to come. Then that'll happen because a remarkable speaking opportunity came up as if to just restart where I left off some years ago in another at a very um, popular event and a really good time. And the other thing that um, my biographical statement helped me to realize is just how much um, I've worked in the sphere of AI early on and what I have to say about that with respect to spirituality and how that work is growing and the, the impetus I may feel there. So I also realized that perhaps this biographical statement that I had put together for for someone um, which was going to fund just a part of my work. I work in my work. I help more than one um, person. And, um, you know, I, I'm only um, able to be in certain situations. Um, I don't broadly put an advertisement out or anything like that because there's only so much I can do. But this would have just been... Um, another situation that could have been well-funded. Well, that funding just, poof, disappeared. And I was so hopeful for it. And then in parallel, there were some other things that happened that um, were just kind of haywire, but it had nothing to do with my state of mind. I was really, um, you know, preparing for this potential of helping. And I will be helping in this situation. It's just... Um, what we had hoped for, it, it may be more short term or maybe it'll grow into a little something else. But what it looked like earlier in the week did not come to be. So what does it mean? Why did I spend that time? Well, because I needed to spend that time and because I needed to think about, okay, what is my future direction? And nothing is random. Where am I needed? Where am I being guided within the space of the omnipresent divine? If we're having a hardship, no matter what it is, there is a reason. It may be very difficult for us to fathom the darker things. And it's natural. I would hope that we wouldn't want to just um, cavalierly and casually um, look at some of these things and, and, and be dismissive. Of course we should not. There are dark things occurring. But what has led to those dark things, um, it's, it's, very, it's fear. 
really, and what has grown from fear and over centuries. And, you know, there's so much dysfunction. We are not in a world that is so-called perfect, but it is perfect in the sense that it is providing us with the experiences that we need for our souls to grow. Even with that, it's very difficult, of course, of course, to fathom how dark some things can be. And I by no means dismiss that because I am horrified and appalled by some of those dark things. In fact, we're going to do a little repetition again, especially since this show is going out live on a different day, because I think we need to get this into our heads. And it really is helpful sometimes to turn to poetry. In fact, I was going to read a different poem in May later, but I'm called right now. Now see, is it random? Can I find the poem? Yep, there it is on the page. Um, This is, I want you to hear this. Hear it with your heart. Lines written in early spring by William Wordsworth. I don't know why I can't say that name sometimes. Who lived, I don't even have that handy in the way I need, need it. He lived 1770 to 1850. Lines written in early spring. I heard a thousand blended notes while in a grove I sate reclined in that sweet mood when pleasant thoughts bring sad thoughts to the mind. To her fair works did nature link the human soul that through me ran, and much it grieved my heart to think what man has made of man. Through primrose tufts in that green bower, the periwinkle trailed its wreaths, and tis my faith that every flower enjoys the air it breathes. The birds around me hopped and played their thoughts I cannot measure, but the least motion which they made, it seemed a thrill of pleasure. The budding twigs spread out their fan to catch the breezy air, and I must think, do all I can, that there was pleasure there. If this belief from heaven be sent, If such be nature's holy plan, have I not reason to lament what man has made of man? I truly do believe that humanity itself has taken a rather challenging path Um, And there's a reason, because nothing is random. It's through a series of choices, but also to grow our souls through these choices. Other souls are learning about this path, and this path is um, devoid of spirituality. There was a way to never need any of the things that we have in the industrial and technological world. And we never would have put the beauty of this earth at risk or desecrated it in the ways that we have. 
because there is not a respect for nature. There is a um, way of survival that is driven by needs and by fears. And um, it's driven us in a very um, dysfunctional direction. There is a lot of reason to logically believe that most technological societies do not survive. And in fact, there have been studies on that, that um, studying the so-called Fermi paradox as to why we don't see evidence of advanced AI from other civilizations or a lot of evidence as we're looking out there of technological societies. Um, sure, one or two here and there may survive, but you may not want to meet those civilizations if they haven't integrated spirituality into their paths. And if they're truly spiritual and aware of their um, their presence within the omnipresent divine, that they are inseparable from that, they wouldn't even need those tools, that they could live fully within the spiritual. And there would be remarkable things in such a society, healing all the time. It would be common. It, it is common more than we know here, but it would be acknowledged and accepted and encouraged. Our spiritual growth would be encouraged. Our reflections on spiritual things would be encouraged. We would, would have been closer to nature. We just wouldn't have needed all these things that truly make us vulnerable. You know, if we ever have a solar flare, I was just talking to another friend not too long, and it's inevitable that we will, if anyone knows about the Carrington event um, that occurred in the 1800s um, before we had um, our industrial world fully in place. It was starting to come together, but the telegraphs didn't work, and a lot of very... Um, really awful things happen when you think of what it would do to our current world. We're like babies in the sense of we have no idea how to take care of ourselves. We're totally dependent on this world that we've created, and it's a very vulnerable world um, in that way. So spirituality, we it's not random that we went down this path. We needed to go down this path. In your life, Whatever is happening to you is not random. It may be very difficult, and there can absolutely be miraculous ways out of that path. But sometimes you may feel like you are failing, like maybe you're not thinking hard enough about a certain outcome, when many of you know that you have. How many times can you think where you have been so focused on expectation of a particular outcome and it totally fell through in many different parts of your life? And other times things came to be that you couldn't even imagine. Some of those things may have been bad. Some of those things may have been good. And I'm not trying to characterize them in terms of how you felt. You know, that these were difficult things or some were feeling very miraculous. But look at how some of those difficult things led to the miraculous. And how were you navigating with respect to everyone else around you? You're not just walking this path by yourself. Just because you want something doesn't mean it's going to come to you because you 
are not in a battle of wills. This is really deep stuff, and it's not thought about enough because we give such pat answers. And a lot of people feel badly, like they're failing, like, oh, and you're told that, oh, you know, you failed because of your your thoughts, your dark thoughts. Well, sure, there is a balance here. Sometimes, you know, if we're really pessimistic, that can have an effect, absolutely. But it's not as strong as you think. Love is the omnipresent divine. Unconditional love. It is not some cold and cruel and um, and basically um, indiscriminate law. There are no laws like that. That is the material. That is the spiritual world attempting to fit its language and its thoughts to the materialistic world, and it doesn't work. It isn't true. Look at your life. You will see how untrue that is over and over again. The live show is going to end. Thank you. I will stay on into the podcast a bit. Thank you again. For those of you who have been listening live on Blog Talk Radio, I will be, if things go as I plan, we, I will assume that I will be here um, next Saturday at the normal time, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and FrontierBeyondFear.com is where you need to go to find this show. Um, I will continue for a little bit into the podcast. And so um, once again, um, acknowledging those of you who are listening across time, I do appreciate your presence. And energetically, time has no barriers. We are not separated by time. Linear time is an an illusion, and in in an energetic sense, you are present here with me in this moment, no matter where you are or when. We need to raise our sights beyond our worries and our fears. If something happens, this is what really came to me on the walk. You know, I was thinking about, you know, the things we worry about, um, just everyday things and also related to to potentially traveling should this trip come together and whatever fears I might have and I realized you know what yes you make choices absolutely as to what you're going to do at any given point in time but far too often we let our worries dictate to us what those choices need to be when um What is meant to be will happen. There is a higher plan. We do participate in it. Where that balance is is not so easily seen. And how we, as we're participating in this plan, interact with other people. I have seen healing miracles that totally took me by surprise. It had nothing to do with being focused on healing. I have also certainly observed where there was a lot of prayer. I mean, there was usually prayer, but it just um, it just seemed to come about in an unexpected way. 
In fact, I can think of one example with a loved one some years ago. I was just blown away by him, and it was wonderful. But And, of course, I was um, hoping that something good would happen, but it was so dramatically unexpected. And then later, something then happened that wasn't as good. In fact, it's yet another example where we thought that whole situation was resolved, and actually it wasn't. And so we had to go through another page of it, and that led to more spiritual growth, although it was very difficult, but it could have been much, much worse. Now, of course, there are situations um, where, um, you know, when it's at the time for a soul to transition, it's time. And also last week, I had a very powerful dream, um, very interesting dream, and in this dream, Um, which could be interpreted as souls transitioning. There was a path, without describing it in complete detail, a path where I was with a loved one who I later in that day found is having a more serious health situation than I knew about before. Um, And in the dream, no matter when this might occur, there's no top solid predictions here, but it was an interesting dream, Um, There was a path of people, and light was shining from their hearts on this path. And they were going to a concert um, at an amphitheater that I grew up near. And the whole, the dream began showing this concert where the people in the audience were just shining with light from their hearts. You could still see the people, but this bright light was in the center Um, of the chest of every person and this light was shining from their hearts and in the dream um, my loved one um, ran down the stairs to this concert and was much younger than in the current life Um, and I couldn't go in I didn't think I had a ticket I didn't think this person in the dream had a ticket either but um, my loved one was um Apparently, there was a guard that kind of waved this person in, but I didn't feel comfortable, and I never did go in in the dream. I was waiting for the person in the dream, and then the dream um, just kind of shifted. Later, I came back and looked down, and I couldn't see the person, And um, but then I woke up. But the thing was, there was just something very powerful here, particularly the imagery of the light shining from one's heart and it is very reassuring there is more to this world and the next than we tend to consider or consider at all in the strictly material world there is so much more we need not fall back on dysfunctional ways of thinking and loveless ways of thinking. These ways of thinking that um, that postulate that there are um, laws that are devoid of love. Um, that they they that is not actually um, accommodating a loving divine that is omnipresent. It really is just catering to the materialist, as if to say we have to speak that language and force fit everything 
to a materialistic paradigm, which is not science. Science is the pursuit of truth, not the pursuit of materialism. I think I'll end today's show. I won't read any other poems. I thought about reading some more William Wordsworth today, but I won't. I'll leave that for the future. Um, Thank you for being here. Those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, wherever you are, if you're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, or the home, Block Talk Radio, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player.fm, or other places, um, I appreciate those platforms, and I appreciate you being here. Um, Once I am clear on what speaking event may be in my future, I will certainly talk about it here. Um, but wherever it is, and I'll make it'll become more clear very soon. Um, I sense that it's coming in other ways. So um, I hope that you are listening at this crossroads. If you feel that you are at a crossroads to what it is you are being led to do. It may be it's more than one thing. In my case, yes, I do help some other people, and that continues. Um, But I also have some work of my own. And where that balance will be is yet to be seen, how it's all going to work out. But clearly I'm called to bring forth some of my own work, my own research, my own writing. And it wouldn't be, I mean, I'm doing it right now. This is my work right here. And I've done it before, but there's more that I feel called to do. And you may feel the same. And maybe you have a regular job or you work in some other capacity, freelance or whatever you do, and you want to make room for some of your own work. Well, trust the instincts. If you have something to write, trust. Trust. See how it unfolds. So thank you again for being here today frontierbeyondfear.com which probably now for sure I will be upgrading because things seem to be going up a notch in my work um, But um, and it's a little out of date right now but I'll be updating at least what's there soon um, frontierbeyondfear.com is the site where you can learn more about this show and find the archives and also find the various syndicates too so I will see you next time. I hope you have a good week where you work with your fears and really think this isn't random, that how life is unfolding is unfolding that way for a reason, for you either to be in a place for someone else or um, to be in a space to assist with your own soul's growth Um, It has a reason. It doesn't mean we just dismiss the darkness. We don't. We see it and we say we are people who believe in love and light and that we are focused more and more on unconditional love, on the light, like what I saw in that dream. There is a light in our hearts. That light is the divine that is inseparable from us. We are a part of that light, even by being beautiful, beautiful, 
special beings having a human experience on this planet. Don't ever dismiss the beauty and the poignancy and the growth and the challenges and the triumphs of your human experience. It does make a difference to pay attention. Everything you do, everything you do has value. You have worth. You have value as you yourself, this beautiful human being, listening to this show. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Thank you.